Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 429, the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. That wonderful image of the sower and the seed that falls on all sorts of different environments reminds us that just as a seed has within it everything needed to produce a viable plant, it will still produce nothing unless it's properly watered and nourished and finds the right soil or medium to take hold. How important is the environment with which the Word of God is received? We need to actively protect, promote and nurture that good treasure that we've received so that we will indeed bear much fruit and we do that by keeping very close to the water of life that is God's living Word and sacraments. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Love, it is patient, the greatest gift in all creation. A gift that's lighter than the words of you, not resentful, but gaining joy in truth. As for me, in justice I shall behold your face. I shall be filled with the vision of your glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and I hope you're really having a wonderful day, and the start of a wonderful new week, filled with blessings and joys. As one family in Christ, let us prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first calling to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to
let us pray that God will keep us on the right path. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians, the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honour. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. The Word of the Lord The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. You care for the earth, give it water, you fill it with riches, your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain, and thus you provide for the earth, you drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth, you crown the year with your goodness, Abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat, they shout for joy, yes they sing. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revelation of the children of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labour pains until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies.
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The seed is the word of God, Christ is the sower. All who come to him will live forever. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables. Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Then the disciples came and asked Jesus, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. The reason I speak to them in parables is that seeing they do not perceive, and hearing they do not listen, nor do they understand. With them indeed is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah that says, You will indeed listen, but never understand, and you will indeed look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing and they have shut their eyes, so that they might not look with their eyes and listen with their ears, and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but did not see it, to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty.
the Gospel of the Lord. The wonderful image of the sower and the seed that falls on all sorts of different environments reminds us that just as a seed has within it everything needed to produce a viable plant, it will produce absolutely nothing unless it's properly watered and nourished and finds the right soil, the right medium to take hold. This is similar to the idea of a delicious meal that contains all the nutrition needed to help a person stay healthy. But the meal is useless unless it's eaten. And like a light bulb that has the potential to light up a whole room, but only if it's fitted into the socket and switched on. How important is the environment in which the word of God is received? So that it will indeed grow and become healthy and indeed bear much fruit. And we have to do this by constantly keeping close to the water of life, God's living word and sacraments. Our Lord tells us that the seed represents the word of God. And we could also say that the seed represents faith in Jesus and faith in who he is and what he teaches. And just as importantly, how he lived and the faith in the gospel. This seed could also represent the many opportunities that we all have throughout our daily lives that we've been given to help build up the kingdom of God. We cannot underestimate how important is, first of all, the environment with which the word of God is received and nurtured, and secondly, our response and our promoting of and living the values of God's word. These factors are absolutely essential in helping God's values to flourish everywhere. God wants and needs our cooperation, our working with him in helping God's kingdom to come. True, like the first reading, God is absolutely determined that the word that comes from his mouth will not return empty and will achieve what God wants it to achieve. However, we humans can cooperate with what God is doing, and sadly, we can also be capable of resisting, even trying to block or thwart what God is doing. God is absolutely determined to get around our resistance and to achieve his plans, but we should not take this lightly. Our non-cooperation and the non-cooperation of others around us, the resistance of people to God's will, can seriously slow down the progress of God's vision for the world. God may have to take alternative steps or go the long way around in achieving God's goals due to human resistance and lack of openness. Just as a seed needs good soil, water, shelter, nourishment and protection, so too does our faith, our knowledge of God. Our life needs to continue to be planted and lovingly nurtured in an environment that will truly foster continued growth and learning. Learning about God, learning about God's love, and putting that into practice. There are many challenges in life. We must be careful that that precious seed of faith is planted, nurtured, and attended to daily, or else it will not grow. Other things, other priorities and values might crowd out the growth of faith. 
setbacks and hardships have the potential to stifle what we have. We need to actively protect, promote and encourage that good treasure we've received so that it indeed will bear much fruit. Mind you, God can achieve amazing results of grace and love in what seems to be the most inhospitable situations, but we never take that for granted. And so we strive to give God's word the most nurturing environment possible with prayer, reflection and good works. Have you ever seen a rather healthy looking plant springing up from a roof gutter of a house? It shouldn't be there. And how on earth has it gotten what it needs to grow? We don't quite know. However, life finds a way. But again, we do not underestimate the power of working in every way we can to give the seed of God's word the best environment and every opportunity to produce the greatest harvest. Interestingly, Jesus even realized that the results in his kingdom would be at times patchy. Because notice he says that the good seed produces sometimes 100, sometimes 60, sometimes 30. Notice that's actually a declining sequence of numbers. So we have to be prepared for all sorts of different results. Good, reasonable, not so good, but at least results. And although God's word never returns without bearing fruit, it still remains very much our task to ensure that the word is given nourishment and encouragement that it needs to bear the most fruit it can. So in baptism and the other sacraments, they are certainly effective. But they cannot be disconnected from the concepts of conversion of heart, of the practice of the faith, of personal engagement, of actually actively nourishing that seed of faith and seed of grace that we receive. Daily prayer, participation in the sacraments, regular spiritual reading, faith study and reflection, and of course, practical, loving and compassionate action in our daily lives and priorities. And of course, the forgiveness and healing given and received in the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of penance, is quite real. But the sacrament bears the most fruit when watered by the moving tears of repentance and nourished by a change of heart, attitude and behaviour. Our Lord frequently begged his disciples, pray and fast often so that you will not come into the time of trial. He appeared also to be saying, pray and prepare that God will give you the strength during times of trial to avoid the cares of this world crowding in around us and choking out all those graces available for us. Our Lord teaches us that we not only ought to pray, reflect and prepare for the possibilities of hard times and difficult environments, but we must expect them and use every spiritual resource God gives us to nurture and strengthen the graces and gifts from God, lest that wonderful seed of faith and the fruits of the kingdom it produces might be very poor. God has sown his seed in the hearts of each one of us. And now we must nurture and feed and water and nourish that seed of faith and love daily for ourselves and for others. And even more so, when we sometimes find the environment around us rocky, weedy, scorching or crowded, then staying constantly connected to the water of life will sustain us 
come what may. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us come before the Lord of the harvest, as with confidence we pray. For the Church that like the seed that fell on rich soil, we may take the time to hear and understand God's word. Lord, hear us. For those going through trying times, that they may not give up, as did the seed that fell on rocky ground. Lord, hear us. For those in the rural industry, that they may be able to continue working wisely with the natural resources God has given us. Lord, hear us. For those in our local community, that our faith be not overcome by the enticement of wealth and worries of this world. Lord, hear us. For those who have died, that after their earthly life they may come to share in the glory of everlasting life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Creator God, we place all these prayers before you, spoken and unspoken, confident that they will bear fruit. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ. 
who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look upon the offerings of the church, O Lord, as she makes her prayer to you, and grant that when consumed by those who believe, they may bring ever greater holiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world in all its wonder, to rule in your name over all you have made and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord. And so with all the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her young. By your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, where we possess impurity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Heartfelt thanks to you all for uniting here in prayer and reflection upon God's goodness and care for us always. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Hope and Love Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelk, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Production by KER 2023. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace.